Welcome back, Dennison Callahan, on a Patriot Friday, but now a little hockey talk. Our interview with uh, Andrew Ferentz brought to you by Dave'sTop5.com, an online directory of outstanding local businesses. If you're a local business, why use the Yellow Pages when you can be found on Dave'sTop5.com and by Sullivan Brothers Toyota in Kingston and Sullivan Brothers Used Vehicle Outlet in Hanover. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Good morning, guys. It's doing great. Can we assume uh, that the 5-3 win over Ottawa can be a launching point for this team? Will it be? Well, we definitely wanted to turn the page in last month, so we talked about that. You know, obviously November, uh, uh, you know, it's symbol- symbolically, I guess, a new page for us. Uh, you know, we want to make it a good month. You know, it was frustrating, <laughs> frustrating when uh, October, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't play, you know, first of all, as good as we, we want to. And then some of the games, uh, you know, where we had multiple posts and games where, you know, it was frustrating that way. So um, it, it was good to get out of that month. Uh, in baseball, there's the old expression, I'm sure you've heard it, momentum is the next day's starting pitcher. I'd like you to fill in the blank, Andrew. In hockey, momentum is? <laughs> A very powerful tool. <laughs> That's as good as I could do. It, it really, I, you know what, it's... It, uh, it, it can be really powerful. It, it can, you know, you, you don't want it to, uh, you don't, sometimes you don't really want to believe it, um, you know, especially when you're losing, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but it can work both ways. It, it's just, uh, uh, you know, mo- momentum and confidence. I think, you know, you know, when you say those words, you're talking about the same thing, right? It, it, it's, uh, it's just a matter of feeling good. And, and when you have momentum or confidence, uh, you're not overthinking things uh, in hockey. When you overthink things, you're, you're done. You know that that uh, you know we're in a sport where if you uh, hesitate at all on the ice, um, everything just breaks down. Do you do you so, guys yeah. do you guys all feel an obligation in your own way to to cr- uh, create some positive emotion, energy? We talked uh, to Brickley and others about Sean Thornton's role here, and how he has to fight every game because there's that lull, and that's his job. But I mean, I guess a good hit or something. Uh, a good rush up the ice will do the same thing. Maybe not to the same extent as a good fight, but do you feel like when things are uh, uh, lagging a little bit that i got to do something here to get these guys going? Uh, you know what? That can almost be a trap as well, though. Um, you know, when you when you start uh, uh, getting that kind of mindset that it's up to you to do something special to, to you know, open up the game or to, to change things around, Um you know, there's there's a difference between playing really good, solid hockey and, and doing your job well and, and trying to do too much. Um, usually when guys try to do too much, it's a bad thing. Uh, you know, you usually overstretch yourself or get out of position. Um, and and it, it's just not it's not part of the system. Um, it, you know, we're the, we're the type of team um, that doesn't rely on just complete individual talent or, or one guy uh, doing something really special. Um, you know, we really do rely on, on a strong system. So um, we, we've actually said almost the opposite where, you know, guys have tried to do too much on their own and, and tried to do the spectacular rush up the ice. Uh, um, but it doesn't really work <laughs> that well, uh, especially over time. You know, once in a while you might get the highlight, but, but more times than not uh, you, you're more of a detriment when you try to, uh, when you try to do too much. Andrew, we just finished a long interview with World Series winning manager Tony LaRussa. And during the course of that conversation, I asked him what, in his estimation, were the one or two or three most important qualities that a great manager, a successful manager, demonstrates to his team uh, to be successful. And, and he pretty much said just the ability to convince a room full of guys 
all to buy into the same plan at the same time. Of all the hockey coaches you've had from, you know, mites all the way up to the pros, what, what's the one or two qualities that, that impress you the most about a leader, a coach, that makes you want to play, play hard, and, and, and win some hockey games? Uh, I think first and foremost is honesty. Uh, just just being upfront, uh, you know, and that, that covers a lot of things, but just being upfront uh, uh, with his assessment of the games, um, being honest in the fact where he treats uh, players, whether they're the star or whether they're the fourth line guy or whether they're the rookie or the veteran, uh, if he holds them to the same, you know, to the same standard, you know, I, I think those things are so important. Um, when you start having, uh, you know, different rules for different players and, and uh, different expectations, uh, it, it just breaks the room down. Um, so, so I think the one thing, you know, for me that I really respect is a guy that can just be honest, treat everybody, uh, treat everybody as, a, as, as an equal on the team, and uh, things work out that way. It, it really, that helps everybody buy in, and that helps everybody be on the same page. Did you ever have a coach who just lied to your face and then was, was completely dishonest and you knew it wasn't going to work? Yes. Okay, just give yeah. us uh, – And it's uh, awful. It really is. Give us initials. Just give us his last name. Don't <laughs> give us his first name. <laughs> well, you know what? I've had, I've had both sides of the coin. I've had really good coaches, and I've had coaches that I, I, I literally couldn't believe, you know, were in the position that they were in. Um, you know, I've had coaches uh, at the start of my career, and it, it, it didn't necessarily happen to me, but uh, – but the teammates were, um, well, one specific example is, is uh, there's a guy who's probably in his 20s, uh, came into the dressing room, and he had, uh, he had dyed his hair. You know, he put some blonde, you know, streaks in his hair or something like that. And uh, the coach uh, berated him, you know, in front of all the guys, saying that, uh, you know, he, he had just had a kid, so he's like, a father can't do that thing to his hair. You're not playing until you change your, your, your hair color back. <laughs> you know, just like silly stuff that just made no sense. And, uh, and, and the next thing that happened the next day was a couple other guys uh, in the room showed up with, uh, with dyed blonde hair. Ooh, <laughs> a little solidarity in the room yeah. there. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, you know, and it's like you could say, oh, well, that brought the guys together. But this guy was just, you know, it was day in, day out, just, just silly things. And was it a winning was that, team was or a losing team? Calgary, Pittsburgh, or Boston? Just uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Mm. Yeah, and it, it was just uh, just silly stuff that, you know, it, you know when I when I look at a good manager, a good coach, you know, it, your job is basically to to get the most out of your players and, and to maximize the potential. And uh, you know when you start playing mind games and and, and uh, you start being uh, ultra negative uh, towards players, I don't see how that gets the most out of out of your out of your team or out of that player. Um, so it's uh, uh, there's been some good stories and, and some. Uh, I've had some excellent coaches that know how to uh, not treat everybody, um, you know, you know, on different levels. It, it's, it's really good. It, it's it's an art form. All right. Well, we obviously uh, we think we think Toronto is off to a good start. They get the most wins in the NHL, I believe. Um, but all is not perfect up there in Maple Leaf Land. I don't know if you read Sports Illustrated's story by Michael Faber. They get problems in Toronto, Andrew. Too many Americans on that team. They don't want to have – there's seven Americans. There's too many Americans creeping into their national team. you got, I believe, four Americans. And is that? And last year you only had a couple. Well, what's the ideal number of Americans? <laughs> like none? Would that be best? Did they actually write an article about that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and they have Brian Burke defending uh, – or... Oh, that's ridiculous. I don't care. I don't care where you're from. If you're, uh, if you're a good person, you're a good person. <laughs> 
you know, it's uh, I've met a lot of uh, uh, a lot of good people from uh, a lot of good, you know, a lot of different countries, and I've met some a lot of bad people from a lot of different countries. So I don't think it matters where you're there's from. No, there's not that natural division like in the 80 Olympic team. They had the Minnesota guys versus the New England, the Boston guys. And they, as you remember from the movie Miracle, you know, they had that feud that, that uh, Herb Brooks had to settle. I mean, he had to work that thing out. You don't have that with Americans versus Canadians, or do you just have them outnumbered? Uh, no, it's just, I, I guess you could have it if you, if you have... Uh, certain personalities on your team but uh i think those those are the guys that uh a lot of winning teams don't want on the team so uh i don't know uh, i i've uh i haven't seen it the, so, see what happens jerry is the canadians and the americans bond together to hate the europeans oh. now see that's the way we're <laughs> <laughs> all right andrew you know it's only the the 5-3 win over ottawa is only a launching point if you go in and play well against toronto tomorrow night yeah it's a good challenge i mean like you said they they have I had a tremendous start, so uh, uh, too many Americans are not. It's it's a pretty big uh, it's a pretty big game for us. Uh, and as always, that. we we end our interview to tell you about the Boston Marathon for Spalding. Join Spalding's Race for Rehab Boston Marathon team. Spalding is a member of John Hancock's nonprofit marathon program. For all the information you need, visit the website spaldingrehab.org/slash/race-for-rehab. Andrew, good luck tomorrow night. We'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Andrew Ferentz with Dennison Callahan on the AT&T Hotline. It brought to you by the Dave's Top5.com, an online directory of outstanding local businesses. If you're a local business, why use the yellow pages when you can be found on Dave's Top5.com? And by Sullivan Brothers Toyota in Kingston and Sullivan Brothers Used Vehicle Outlet in Hanover. Quick timeout, buzzer beaters, and the photo caption contest winner.